All right, so for this time on the GM Showcase, we have decided to play a World of Warcraft setting. When I say setting, I mean full setting, 100% ready to go using the OGL and 3.5. So hopefully it's not too crunchy because that's not that fun to listen to. So uh, the rules will undoubtedly be both fast and or loose. And we have four amazing people here. I will just start on the bottom of my screen and go left to right because that's how I read. So, Andrew, yes. do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Even though I kind of did. My bad. Hi, my name is Andrew Portio, and I am the writer, creator, and voice actor of the show uh, We're So Bad at Adventuring, a podcast about two gentlemen who don't want to have anything to do with an adventure and get dragged through the mud of an adventure. So, you can find us at www.badadventurers.com, and that's pretty much it. Awesome. And next up, Corey. How you guys doing? My name is Corey. I am with the Zeros Talking Heroes podcast, a weekly podcast where we discuss a new comic book movie each week. You can find us on all of the major social media platforms at ZTH Podcast, and uh, that's it. And a voice that may be familiar to some, a.k.a. DM Doug Spiracy. But if, for the people that might not know, Morgan, you should totally introduce yourself. Okay, hello, I am... Morgan Jenkins from the Going In Blind podcast, occasionally co-host of DMnastics when I get allowed to come out of my cage that they keep me in. People keep writing in and saying that this is a joke and they find it hilarious. It's not. It's a literal cage. Please send help. <laughs> That's it. That no, is literally no. it. Send Done. help. I'm in a okay. cage. All right. Don't worry. I'll edit that out. And last up, Owen. Hey, guys. Owen here. Uh, I am from the Helios podcast. It's uh, going to be an up-and-coming 5th edition actual play podcast, and we should be releasing our first episode in August or September. Awesome. So, like I said, we are going to be playing a World of Warcraft-themed game. So I guess the next quick question would be kind of the pedigree we each have with World of Warcraft or just Warcraft in general. We can just go back through the same order. Or I could start because that makes way more sense. So we'll start there. So I think <laughs> I'm in charge of this debacle because I have a problem and that problem is Blizzard and taking all my time and money. It's a decent problem to have. So I've gone to seven BlizzCons in a row over the past like decade. I've played World of Warcraft for the better part of 10 years and remember the day when we snuck Warcraft 2 onto the lab computers in fifth grade. So that's a quick and dirty story for me and Warcraft. Okay. Played World of Warcraft when it first came out for a good while and then started to realize slowly that I would never stop playing if I didn't stop right then, so I made the choice to break it off before giving my life over it forever. So, not a lot of experience with it past, you know, the initial start of it, but other than that, you know, I've always liked the world and all the characters and creatures and whatnot. I was a little bit of a latecomer to World of Warcraft. I kind of started when I was halfway through college, which was in, you know, the mid-2000s, so certainly wasn't early on, and I actually just kind of fell out of it. I'm familiar with everything, with the world itself, but as far as recently, I'm just kind of getting back into it because for work essentially <laughs> awesome morgan i started with warcraft one it was actually the second top-down rts i ever played the first being dune 2 which very few people know and it was awesome and i played warcraft one warcraft 2 my computer couldn't run so i would just edit levels because the level editor worked and then I would send them to people who had computers that could run it, and they would play those levels and tell me if I was good at making levels for a game I couldn't play or not. <laughs> and then Warcraft 3, I skipped entirely for very much the same reason. And then World of Warcraft, I got to play 
because a friend of mine had an account and then he went overseas for six months. So for six months, I played his account and then 1.3 came out and they nerfed mages and I walked away in disgust and uh, have never returned until now. So lots has changed. There are pandas. I'm very confused and lost. <laughs> You'll be fine, I'm sure. Or not. And then hopefully the other three are okay. So for this, we're going to start off in... Uh, you skipped me, Neil. <gasps> Owen. How dare you? It's because <gasps> you're just... It's just because you're not a real person on the screen. <laughs> That's what's throwing me off. There's no Mo picture. It's just black like my soul. And yeah, Morgan ha doesn't have a face, but he has like an emoji. I don't know. Oh, and I would love to know about your Warcraft pedigree. Okay, go. <laughs> so you and uh, me, Neil, have a very similar experience. Uh, we're both Blizzard fanatics. Living in Southern California, I'm actually only about 15 minutes away from their headquarters, which is glorious. I've gone to a bunch of BlizzCons as well. My Warcraft experience goes all the way back to Warcraft 2 when that first came out. Unfortunately, I never played the first one. But the uh, second one was great. Played Warcraft 2, Warcraft 3, Frozen Throne. And then World of Warcraft came out and my life ceased to exist for quite a long time. I'm really surprised I was able to graduate high school because I was a hardcore raider for Vanilla. I played through all the expansions and then halfway through Warlords of Draenor, I went ahead and quit finally to have a life once again. Awesome. Yeah. And now I'm playing Overwatch just as much as I played World of Warcraft. Dun dun dun. They're like, don't worry, we'll get those hooks back in. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay, now that we haven't skipped anyone, and I feel terrible. <laughs> so we're going to start off, but I didn't want to start at low levels, because I feel like that doesn't give a good vibe on like what WoW is. Like World of Warcraft is always over the top. So we're going to start at level 11, and again, I hope that starting that high doesn't make this too crunchy, with good old Long in the Tooth 3.5. So... I will set a bit of the scene and that way it will give each of you an opportunity to describe what you're doing in this wonderful scene that I set. So we're going to start and we're looking at a wonderful display of alcohols. All kinds of fun things clear down from Kungaloosh to Noggenfogger Elixir. And you start to pan out a little bit and you can see the mirror that's behind all of the alcohol. and slowly but surely a goblin slams into that mirror and as we pan back out you notice that you are all in one of the most hardcore tavern brawls that you have ever been in so i will let each of you describe what you look like and what you're doing in one of the most extreme tavern brawls you've ever been in We'll just keep going the same order, because then I'll get confused and skip somebody else this time. <laughs> so, Andrew. Ah, uh, yes. Do I describe my guy, or...? Yeah, so describe your character and then what you're doing in the scene. Okay, so he's a tall albino taran, and he's currently wrestling with something, but there's nothing where he's wrestling with. It's just air that he's wrestling with. Oh, yeah, then give a little bit more of the, the background for your guy. Oh, yeah. He's a taran spirit walker shaman who was never properly trained in walking with the spirits. He was never had a mentor or anything, so he sees spirits often wandering around, and he has a very hard time distinguishing between the waking and the reality of the dreams. So his name is Azok Soulstrider, and uh, he's been basically wandering across the world trying to find an answer to a question that he doesn't know what the question is at so. awesome Corey. so i will be playing zavath firewolf the orc barbarian orc i should 
make sure that's out there. And what Zabeth would be doing during this bar fight would be to punch anything that gets within about five feet of him because he's protecting the most important thing to him, his alcohol. <laughs> Morgan, I am excited because I helped you make your character and it's amazing. I am Inuk Suk, a Tuskar warrior. If you don't know what the Tuskar are, don't worry, neither do I. Apparently, they're a race of walruses uh, who ride on turtles, and that is awesome. I don't have a turtle with me at the moment. However, I did grow up in a small village within Kasala, and there we fished. It was good. Unfortunately, some pirates disturbed Rikul burial ground, and their spirits grew restless, and then the Cavaldia attacked. You may know this story, as they besieged Kasala and destroyed much of my village, and we escaped relatively unscathed and, and fled to Kamagwa where we were welcomed. And with the help of some adventurers, some of our listeners may even be one of these adventurers, the armor, staff, shield, and heart were found and returned, but the spirits later grew restless again. And Elder Atwick believed that at least one of those uh, relics is still missing, possibly more. So I was sent out to find uh, this relic and restore peace to the spirits and therefore to my village and my land. Unfortunately, my search has been so fruitless that I've grown despondent and found myself in this bar where I am currently trying to drink away my sorrows in the hope that alcohol will actually free up my mind and allow me to think of somewhere to go look for one of these relics. And at the moment, while this brawl is happening around me, I'm unsuccessfully attempting to feed alcohol to my penguin, Pengu. That that happened. Owen, you're up. All right, I'm Remy the Goblin. I have chartreuse-colored skin, a blue mohawk that shows when I take off my cowl, eyes the color of rust that seems to notice everything around me, and teeth so gold, gnomes wish they made them. I have two kookeries named Stabby and McStabby, and currently in this bar <laughs> brawl, I am feeding some sulfuron slammer to some stupid troll. Awesome. And you know, more so than the others, that we are in the Salty Sailor Tavern, which is in Booty Bay. Oh, jeez. So that is where we're currently located. So I will kick this off, and we might as well go ahead and roll some initiative. As I remember that my dice are somewhere. The DM is not prepared. <laughs> That's all right. The internet always has dice. I can always roll for you, and just happen to be every single time you roll, it's a nat one. <laughs> so many ones, it's weird. Oh, the DM can't do anything today. <laughs> well, I mean, if you if you want, Neil, you can have my two that I rolled, and I can re-roll. Yeah, trade trade them. <laughs> it's the collector's edition too. Gotta no. get the twos out of the way early, guys. I'm good. No, nothing wrong with a two. All right, we'll go through Azar. What did you get? Azok. Azok, you put Azar on the Facebook, and then I oh. wrote down Azok, and then I looked at the Facebook because I couldn't remember what you said. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it no, it's Azar. I don't know. Okay. I don't know why I put Azar. My apologies. I rolled a 15 for my initiative. All right. Zabith. Uh, 17. Inuk. I rolled a 2. <laughs> Try to sound a little more sad. Oh. And Remy. I rolled a 21. Okay. It may come as no surprise. Remy, you are up first. So let's see here. I'm going to pull out my handy dandy goblin army knife. Pull out the torch part of it and put it underneath the sulfon slammer which is already a very potent flaming alcohol beverage and ignite it across this troll's face go right ahead and then i'm going to yell this is the best bar fight ever 
What'd you get? Uh, nat 20. All right. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Not for you. So it doesn't just flame up. It explodes. Glass and everything. And it covers the troll head to toe. So that person is definitely out of the fight. Can I also get a perception check from you? Perception is fifth edition. Do you want spot or listen? Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Oh my Don't worry. I printed out a character sheet just because I knew this would happen the entire time. So prepare yourselves for that to be wrong frequently. It's okay. I'm very used to fifth edition only now, so I will probably be making those mistakes as well. Okay, yeah. So do do a spot. All right. So rolled a eight plus nine. So that is 17. Okay. You notice that the guards are going to start showing up before too long. Jeez. Do I know the other people this adventure yes okay we will go with the classic both you are in a bar and you all trust each other implicitly gotcha all right so after i obviously have to jump off this troll so i don't ignite myself on fire as well i run up to enix suck because he's probably the most easy to see as he is a anthropomorphic walrus and <laughs> jump onto one of his tusks and yell like straight in his face we gotta go well you'll be waiting a while as you can imagine, it's not his turn. <laughs> so, Zabeth, you had the 17, so you are up next. So this huge bar fight, did anybody crash into like my back? Are we under the assumption that somebody kind of fell into my back? Yeah, you've got a few people behind you trying to figure out what's going on. So there's both a human and a dwarf behind you that look like they would be the most likely culprits. Mm, I'm just going to go off of the basic assumption that the human is the problem here. And I am going to punch him square in the face because getting the axe out is just its just too much right now. I'm just going to punch like him square it. in the face. So, oof. I'm assuming an eight probably doesn't hit this human. No, it does not. I was trying to think, like, would he be drunk enough? No, he's fine. Yep, see, I told you, alcohol is the number one thing for me. I'm a little I'm a little out of there right now. Yeah, you just whiff the human, your fist passes over the top of the dwarf, and both of them look a little bit more confused than they were a second ago. <laughs> Azok, you are up. Hmm. So one of the guys, he yelled, we gotta go, right? Yeah, you know Remy, and you could, yeah, you could easily hear him. And that was directed to all of us? Yes. You hear me scream that very loudly. Via my tusk and my face. <laughs> okay, so seeing that we need to escape or retreat, I'm going to go ahead and cast Obscuring Misty. Oh, nice. Then I have a basic assumption on how that works, so we will continue with my basic assumption. Yes. And then I'm going to move towards where uh, Remy's going. Okay, well, <laughs> eventually, we've got a slow walrus on our hands. <laughs> So the, so the guards are coming up, and we're going to have the human take a shot. No. Unless your armor class is much lower than I think. I'm only looking at a 13. Yeah, no. Okay. Well, he's apparently still just about as drunk as you are, so you're good. And then the guards are starting to filter in through the front door, but you know that there's both a second exit and an exit upstairs, depending on how you guys wanted to proceed. So... Remy, there in front of you, there is the tavern brawl still ensuing. There are a couple guards at the doorway that you could push through. You could run out the other doorway, or you could try heading upstairs. Or not Remy, sorry, Inuk. Is it to me? No, no, it's uh, to our slow walrus friend, Inuk. 
Slow walrus friend Inuk. Sorry, I missed the second option you kind of blurred out. So there's a door with guards in it, an open door, or you could head upstairs. As you know, there is an exit out there. I'm going to grab Pingu under my arm and head for the stairs, I think. Is there a guard between me and the stairs? No. There's nothing. I can just straight up go for the stairs. Yeah, you'll just have to start pushing through people, that's all. I incredibly gently shove my way through people with as much force as I can muster. Okay, go ahead and just give me a raw strength check. We'll see how well you do. I got 16. Okay, yeah, you're good. Nobody's sober enough or paying enough attention, so you are through and headed up the stairs. Fantastic. Is Remy still on my tusk? He is indeed. (laughs) So, Remy, you have moved to the stairs, and it is your turn. (laughs) So, barely holding on to his tusks as Inesuk moves up the stairs, I let go of the tusk, I turn and look towards Skindle, the innkeeper, and I yell at him, Just put everything on my tab! And I will continue running up the stairs for the second exit. So you get upstairs and there's not as much commotion, and you know that that exit comes out onto a balcony, and then you can easily kind of hop down a couple of the buildings and then beyond the docks. All right, I will wait for the rest of the party as I pull out a pair of smoke sticks as well at the top of the stairs, but we'll wait to use them until everyone has passed me. Awesome. There was a half second where I I was trying to remember if that meant that there were cigarettes in World of Warcraft, but no, I know what you mean by smoke stick now. So, (laughs) Zabith. The D&D item, smoke stick, yes. Yes, Zabith. So, I will kind of reel back, realizing that Clearly, I probably shouldn't have thrown the punch because I can't hit anything. And I will glance to the side and notice Remy and Anuk kind of going up the stairs. And I will also just start kind of head down, running towards the stairs, just knocking anything out of my way. Essentially trying to clear a path for uh, Azok behind me to follow. Okay, go ahead and do the strength check as well. Eleven. Yep, you're good. Not too difficult. (laughs) Yeah. So then the guard, the guards are rushing in and starting to slowly but surely put people down for a nice little nap. And they're systematically moving through, but the stairs are on the opposite side. So you're, you guys are still good for a little bit. So let's see. I keep wanting to pick up dice like I'm looking for them and realizing that that's not a thing. Does a 17 hit you, Sabbath? Yes. Okay, so you take four damage as a bottle hits you in the back of the head, and you can hear some human laughter from behind you. (laughs) You're confident who it is. (laughs) And I'll leave you to think about that. We'll see what happens when we get back to your turn. But until then, Azok, it is your turn. Okay, how far am I from... What's his name? Zap? Uh, Zabeth. Zabeth. How far am I from Zabeth? You could get to him in this round. All right, I'm going to go ahead and get on top of him, and then I'm going to cast Bull Strength on him. Nice. Yeah. All right. That's going to give you a plus 40 or strength for the next <laughs> 11 minutes. Then, Inuk, we are back to you. Okay, so I'm I'm still at the top of the stairs with Remy. Yes. Did I hear the bottle smash, or is it just a cacophonous noise of madness back there still? Yeah, I mean, you could give it a listen check if you wanted, but it, it will be fairly difficult. Because it is not uncommon to hear that noise in what is currently happening. <laughs> and it hasn't happened enough that I know what it sounds like when it hits the back of um, <laughs> no. Zabbath's head. No, you do not. You do, 
You do not know how to pick that needle out of a <laughs> haystack there. In that case, I feel like I'm going to just keep trying to go for this exit. Cool. You can go ahead and give me another strength check, and we'll just use that to see how clear the path is for the rest of your group. Oh, oh dear. Uh-oh. It's a- an entire one clear. Oh, no. That's super not clear. So you start running for the exit, thinking to push <laughs> a table out of the way, only to find out that... The second story is far more equipped, and that table is actually bolted to the floor, so nice. you make ah. very little progress. Don't strain your back. So you still get about halfway across the room until you are kind of seated at a table for now, and that'll put us back <laughs> up to Remy. Uh, I will walk down the stairs, back towards the brawl, looking for Zebeth and Anuk, and when I spot both of them, I will yell their names very, very loudly. So, Azuk! Zabneth! Come on! Do we have to roll listen checks to hear that? No, no. I think Remy can cut through. So you'll be fine. So yeah, you guys are right there. Essentially, he'll look down and then you can hear him shout that that's the way to go. Do I see how angry Zabeth is right now? Give me a spot check. Not a perception check? Mm, not this time. <laughs> Fifteen. Because you only said you wanted to see how angry he was. Now, if you figure that out and you want to hear how angry he is, I'll need another check. So you said 17? All right. And then this one is 14 for a listen. Okay. Yeah. You notice that there is, we'll say some turmoil uh, going on for Zabeth as he's trying to discern his next action. And you can see, as you well know, that the next step could be rage. So I try to make eye contact with him and I do the Barney Stinson thing where he points at his eyes and <laughs> then Zabeth's eyes and back at his eyes. I'm like, right here. It's not worth it. Come on. And I'm just keep doing that. I'm trying to goad him to come up to me instead of deal with that little tiny pesky human. As I longingly stare at the list of skills for persuasion, that's not a thing. <laughs> Diplomacy would be the skill these days. Yeah. Back in these days. Yeah. Go ahead and do a diplomacy. Luckily enough, I am quite skilled in that, so that 8 turns into a 21. Okay. I will let Zabeth know that the 21 has been rolled. And it is his turn. The bottle crashes on the back of my head, and I hear the laughter, <laughs> and my my fists just, without seemingly out of control of myself, just clench. I feel the the bull strength that just got cast on me. And as I'm about to turn around, I look up at Remy and I see him say, it's not worth it. And deep down, I know that he's right. (laughs) But I turn around. (laughs) (laughs) I turn around and I find the closest human, regardless of whether or not that's the one guilty of throwing the bottle. And I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and grapple him to the ground and cause as much pain as humanly possible doing so. Let me roll real quick. Mm -hmm. Alright. So I was going to roll a d20 and I did and I was going to say the higher I get the drunker the person is. And if you have any guess based on that theory what I just rolled it was none other than a 20. So you turn around on the drunkest person the drunkest human you have ever seen. And so you can mm-hmm. pretty much easily accomplish what you have just stated. And there is just a drunk 
mess of a human on the floor now in front of you. So you're, you're good. And I have no idea what you guys will try and do to stop that from happening, but it is Azok's turn. Hmm. <laughs> so Azok's going to look back up. At, who's calling for me again? Remy. Remy. Looks up back at Remy, then look back at the now fallen over Zapath, who's wrestling with the drunk guy and kind of shrugs <laughs> and then just casually walks up the stairs. So you're up the stairs. We're good there. Um, we were, were we trying to find an exit upstairs? Yeah, there's one There's one that goes out onto a balcony, and you can pretty easily kind of jump down in steps. Okay, that's all. Yeah, and so the guards are about halfway through the bar, and they're moving towards the stairs. So they're probably about another round away. You notice the, the human and dwarf that threw the, the bottle at you go down in a heap as one of the guards gets to him and knocks him out. So we are back to Inuk. Where are you headed now that you're seated at the table? <laughs> I unintentionally seated at the table. I think, do I want to get up and try again? Or am I going to just wait here for someone else to come along and clear the path? Because it did not work well the first time. No, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to try and get out of this place one more time. Because I, I, I feel a, a duty to clear a path for everyone else so that they can escape with more ease than I have. <laughs> so as the, the pain somewhat subsides, I'm going to try again. Is that another strength check? Okay. I got 20. That's 14 plus 6. Done. Obviously, a 20 is more than enough. For anyone going behind now, there is an extremely clear path between the stairs and the balcony. So that'll bring us back around. Remy, you are at the top of the stairs, having just watched Zabeth make a mess of a mess. So I look to Azok, and I look at you, and I go, I don't know how or why, but I'm blaming you for him and I'm gonna walk down and it's as I'm walking down the stairs towards Zebeth I'm gonna once again of course it's Remy that has to fix everything and I'm like strutting down the stairs I'm gonna try to like make my way through people's feet and stuff like that to get to Zebeth and I'm going to if I can grab his foot and try to yank him off the human and full well knowing that a small goblin will not be able to do this to a raging orc with bull strength on him yeah <laughs> true Oh, yeah, so he's pretty close to the stairwell, and you can easily get there and attempt that. So go ahead and give me a strength. Yeah, that's a big whopping uh, four for a strength check. Okay, well, he knows it happened, so we will find out his reaction right now. So, Zabeth, you are up, and you <laughs> you think someone's pulling on your leg. Yeah, I'm going to feel that weird discomfort that comes when, like, you're animals like pulling at your leg is kind of what I, I associate this with um that's fair so I'm going to whip around and just let out a very loud barbaric y'all yeah. then I'm going to actually come to my senses and say it's Remy all right all right let's go and I'm actually going to use the human in that is now on the ground as like a post to actually stand up and start going towards the stairs Awesome. You can actually start your way up the stairs. You're about halfway up because you were pretty close to him. Then Azok, you're up the stairs and you can, like I said, you can see a fairly clear path that has eventually been cleared by your Tuscar companion. You can head back down to help out or head out either way. Yeah, up to you. but the two downstairs, they're now going back upstairs, correct? Yes. Well, in that case, then I'm just going to go ahead and uh, exit through the top. I guess since that area has been clear now. Okay. 
So then, yeah, you'll come out onto the balcony and you can see off to your left, there's kind of like a porch and then it's overlooking a couple buildings. And so you can see where you'll be able to step down a couple times onto the docks. And the guards are now at the guards are now at the stairwell. They're shouting back at you. Stop, stop. Get back down here. And that will be their turn. So, Anuk, it is back to you. It's back to me. I haven't listened to them so far. I don't think I'm going to start now. So I'm going to just turn around. Remy's been telling me what to do so far, so I'm just going to, I think, turn to Remy and just be like, Where do I go? Uh, I'm not in the room with you. Remy's not there? I am so lost right now. Yeah, I'm down the stairs with Sabeth. I'm going to stand there and just be super sad. <laughs> and then I... Oh, this sad walrus. And then I, I think, like, how far away is the ground from me right now if I go over this balustrade? Oh, the if you go straight down? Yeah. It's probably a good 15 feet straight down. That sounds like too many feet. I can mend your broken bones with magic. He said very creepily. Okay, I'm all for this. He is right there, so... I've been told my bones will mend. So you're just going over the over the side? I'm just gonna I'm gonna go over the side. I'm gonna try and dangle a little bit so that I'm a bit lower down before I drop, but yeah. You can make a jump check, you can treat it as five feet shorter. Let you do that. Go ahead and roll a D6 worth of damage. Three. Okay. So as you do that, given that you are a portly individual. Part of the hand railing rips off and then you just kind of slam back down into the docks and you are near that second door that I was talking about on the first level so you can see the guards there. And that will be your turn. Remy, it's back to you. Uh, Alright, so I am going to delay my turn until after Zabeth goes. Okay, Zabeth, it is back to you then. Excellent. How tiny is Remy exactly? I, I know he's a goblin. I don't know exactly how tall, how much he weighs. Do we have just a guesstimate here? I am 3'3", three, three, and I weigh 41 pounds, so about 55 pounds with all my gear total. So you're about 55 pounds. I'm wondering, did I did I watch a nook fall? Like, would I, like was I up the stairs enough? Or Okay, yeah, what type of check? Yeah, give me a spot. Yeah. A spot? Yeah. Eight. Probably not. Nope. Okay. Fair enough. Then I am going to, I, and, I, and I'm. We're all aware that there's this exit upstairs, right? Yes. Or, or did Remy just find it? I don't. I don't remember that. I'm sorry. No. Yeah. You're. You're all aware that there's that balcony that goes out and how you can pretty easily get down if that's what you needed to do. Yeah. Okay. So what I would think. What I think I'm going to do is I am going to essentially scoop up Remy and start running, and if I'm close enough, I don't know exactly how far away I am, I'm going to jump down myself. The same exit strategy that Inuk used? Like jumping off the balcony? The same one, yes. Okay. But I've got that barbarian jump in me, so... (laughs) Okay, cool, yeah. Go. Okay, yeah. So go ahead and um, just do a strength check to see how picking up Remy goes, and then a jump check at the end there. Sure. Well, it's a 17 on the Remy check. I'm sorry, no, it's not a 17. It is a... 22. 22 on the, oh. the Remy check. Oh, man. It's like he's not even there. Excellent. <laughs> oh, I forgot to add the plus four on that. Never mind. <laughs> Whoopsies. So, you know. Oh, so 24. You know. Yeah, you know. And that would make the jump check over 30. Oh, yeah. You 
perfectly land next to, not on top of, Inuk. Because that was going to happen if you rolled poorly. As well it should have. <laughs> oh, look, fate. Remy, so it is your turn, and you have traversed great distances. Can you give me a spot check? Sure. Let's see, spots. 20, not natural. Okay. So then also, you, just to double back, Zabeth, you jumped in a way that the guards didn't even notice that you had landed there. So they are aware of Anuk, but not you. And Remy, you notice that the ship you frequent to travel around Azeroth is in the docks right now. What is the name of that ship? The Smiling Devil. Awesome. So you see the Smiling Devil with its... Cheshire grin and horn uh, regalia flying on the flags, and you know that if nothing else, you could easily get passage if you needed some quickly, which I think you might. So it's your turn. All right. So as Zabeth is picking me up and carrying me up the stairs, I'm like, ow, 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 with every single one, because with that strength check, I don't feel like he even recognizes that I'm there or is trying to cushion the fact that I am on top of him now. And then as we land, I will throw that smoke stick that I still have in my hand from a couple turns ago in front, uh, like in between the guards and Anuk to try to obscure some vision so we can get a, make a clean getaway. And as I throw it, I yell, where Remy goes, nobody knows. And then I point <laughs> to the smiling devil and I will not say super loudly, but just for us to hear, head towards that ship. Awesome. Because you were already carried there. I mean, you can start making your way there, I mean, because you were only tossing down the, the uh, smokestick. Okay. Yeah, and then I will um, do a full move action. So, you, so yeah, you're, you've already started that way. So if they were just to follow, they, they could easily do that. So then it would be back to Azak. And you are still on the balcony. Okay. Now, how much of all that's below me? Can I see all that going on? Yeah, the balcony has a fairly low rail, and you are a tauren, so it is not difficult for you to see that, if nothing else, you would see that Remy's starting to run down the docks towards the ship. Okay. Where are the, uh, I guess, the guards in this situation? So, as best you would know, you would assume that they're going to follow up the stairs to try and get you. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and just jump off the side. And, uh, bound after uh, Remy. Alright, go ahead and give me a jump check. I love that there's a very careful path oh, of right. houses check. off to the left that we could have all gone down, like the rooftops, and we've all just gone straight over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not one for thinking. 18? Yeah, you're good. Great. And then, yeah, I'm gonna go running after him. Okay. So, yeah, you, you and Remy are about at the same place. So, Inuk, you've heard where to go from Remy. There's a smokestick in front of you, and do whatever you want. I'm just having the weirdest day. I've managed to run into the corner of a table and upset myself in ways I never thought imaginable, then sprinted down a hallway, and then kept going through the balustrade and straight into the ground. Then people's feet landed next to me, almost cat-like and expertise in their landing, and now everything is smoking and someone said, go to a ship over there. I am very very sore and confused as I pick myself up <laughs> off the ground and stumble out of the smoke kind of to the left in the hope that I see whoever was talking and head in the direction they were heading. Yep, the left is the correct way and you see Remy and Azak already headed that way. 
Oh, fantastic. Then I follow them emphatically. Oh, uh, just quickly, before I do, when I landed, was my penguin okay? Yes. You landed on his penguin. You left it in your backpack. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, shouldn't have worn it in the backpack. No, no, Pengu is perfectly okay. The guards, though, managed to shoot you in your Tuscar derriere, and you take six damage from a crossbow bolt hitting you right in the backside as you're trying to get up and get away. How many guards? You're not sure how many shot at you, but one of them hits you square in the butt. Well, that's just not all. <laughs> and they do not hit Pengu. He's fine. Okay, good. Because <laughs> if they did, I was going to say that's just not cricket. But if Pengu's okay. And we're going back. So <laughs> we'll be back to Remy. Okay, so uh, seeing that Anuk was shot in the buttocks, I am going to pull out a hand crossbow. Looking at the guards, I'm not going to try to hit a guard, but I'm going to try to like purposely miss to intimidate them, you know, so they know that I purposely missed. Okay. Uh, let's see, that is a 21 to hit. Okay, yeah, you can easily, essentially the one that shot him is trying to step out and it, you hit the door frame right by his face. Do you say anything as that happens? I am going to yell at this guy, Hey, we're just trying to leave. Leave us alone. Or the next one won't miss. Okay. Yep. He does not look like he has quite as much motivation as he once did. And then I assume you're still heading towards the Smiling Devil. Yeah, and then I'll use the rest of my move action to head to the Smiling Devil. Okay. Zabeth? I'm actually going to follow suit a bit. I am going to turn around after hearing what I assume was the sound of horn kind of just hitting something. I'm going to go ahead and try to intimidate as well. Again, another big barbaric y'all, like screaming like into the doorway and hoping that that kind of startles them and they fall back a bit, giving us a little more time to turn and bolt towards the smiling devil. So roll uh, an intimidate check, yes? Yeah. And that is a grand total of 14. You are good. You can pretty much hear him say, fine, fine. We got enough bodies for today. It's it's fine. Don't, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then they just kind of drift back in to the smokestack. We can kind of start to fast forward the events from here. So you're going to get on to the Smiling Devil with relative ease now and less harassment. Granted, one of you has a crossbow bolt in them, but you get on and the captain is there. And as I love to do, I will put that on you guys as to who the captain is. So Andrew, what is the captain's name? Uh, let's go with Silverhook. Awesome. All right. So Silverhook, the blood elf pirate of the Smiling Devil. Um, obviously, he's had to fight a lot of worgen in his day. That's why he has a silver hook on his hand. He gladly accepts you guys onto the Smiling Devil and says, Well, as long as you're willing to go wherever we're going to take you, we'll be just fine. So you guys are heading off. Where do you think that Silverhook is going to take you? Hopefully to the ship's medic. Uh, <laughs> I am I am the ship's medic here, dang it. So yeah, Zabeth, where do you think that Silverhook will take us? Or take, well, us, you. We're all along for this ride. <laughs> we are. We are all along for the ride. I feel like he's probably going to try to keep it fairly quiet 
you know, he doesn't want to lead us too far on, but we can tell from, like, the direction of the winds that he's he's going to take us east. We're not sure exactly where. He's being very, very... He's keeping it... He's playing it close to the chest for some reason. Awesome. You guys have set sail, and we can hand wave the... Or, I mean, Azok could literally hand wave the damage away from you. I mean... I assume they'll be hand-waving, because that's how spells work. You guys are out to sea for a little bit, and it's probably about four hours in. And give, go ahead and, everyone, give me a listen check. Oof. Nat one. Oof. With a bonus of goose egg one. Oh, come on! I got a nat one as well. <laughs> oh my gosh! <sighs> Okay. Yeah, I got a 19. Okay. And once again, it's up to Remy, like always. <laughs> 21, listen, check. Nice, okay. <laughs> so, Zabeth and Anuk, what are you guys doing on this ship that would warrant you not being able to hear this? I'm obsessing over this crossbow bolt in my butt. Kind <laughs> of focused on that. Okay, so yeah, you're, you're below decks because you got hit below decks. I like it. <laughs> I am definitely also not on deck, and it's specifically because I, I I had this this weird whiff of smoked meat that I have to search out. I'm, I'm not sure where it's coming from, but I'm going to find it. Perfect. So the two on deck, and with great listen checks, hear Ship Ahoy from the Crow's Nest. Our party has managed to avoid being put in jail. And now they've set to the high seas. But will they wish they got caught? As they hear the words, ship ahoy. Find out next time on Ghost Ship Part 2.